Yeah. All right. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. So now we continue with the reading of the Exodus account. And this is getting really deep. Yes, it is. You find out what the Most High said at the burning bush. And the Most High changes not. He told Moses exactly what the whole journey was going to be. The plagues he was going to pour out before Moses leaves. Right? And this is important because a lot of people like to say the Most High is talking to them. And while the Most High may lead you, it is obvious he is not speaking to you. Why? Because the actions and your limited amount of information about the journey means that he, he is leading you. There is an urge to do something. Mm-hmm. And in this urge to do something, you will be tested. But you have to be careful not to take the Most High's name in vain and in vanity, saying that he said something and he didn't. Because for us in our generation, everything about this time has already been written. Right. There's nothing new. New to inform you about. The only thing for you to do is to follow the urge Mm-hmm. The little trail of breadcrumbs to bring you into the place, into the space, the sanctuary here in the mountains of Jalad, so that we can build the sanctuary, mm-hmm. which consists of buying land. Mm-hmm. Okay? There's no way for anybody to save anyone mm-hmm. or protect anyone or do anything for anyone with what is coming. If you don't get to the place and purchase back the land, thereby showing the sign of repentance, it doesn't matter what you believe. You're going to die in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going to die in that mm-hmm. belief. You see? So now, when it comes to when it comes to coming out, you have to know where you're going. You cannot just come out recklessly and haphazardly. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are those who don't hear the message, and they do. The Most High just leads them in a way, and we are able to catch these lost sheep. But that's what they really are, lost sheep. (laughs) We're able Mm -hmm. to catch them. We're able to help provide for them based upon what we have, right? Now, we're talking about, and you have to think, American money is going to die. Silver is going to go up 10 times the amount. Gold is going to go up. Mm -hmm. to match it, right? It's going to be proportional, silver and gold, right? 
Gold will go up a little bit, but silver is going to jump up in a major way. It will become important. So if you don't have silver, you don't have gold, I'm telling you now, take the money you have and send it before you come that there might be a provision for you. A lack of provision and a lack of preparation is a sign that while you have faith to believe and walk in the ways of the Most High, it is a sign that you have not received proper instruction. And that is because you have not received mm-hmm. proper instruction. Mm-hmm. Right? The Most High is not talking to everybody. We have a book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this be this being reasonable. We have a book and going through it, some people, they miss over all the intricate details trying to mm-hmm. You know, gain an understanding, but they don't read it with proper context because they're not familiar with the language, the customs and the traditions, because even though this is translated right directly, it is not an English grammar. It is actually written in Arabic grammar. So when you revert it back, things come out. In the way you would say it mm-hmm. in Arabic. Yes. Right? So even the quote-unquote Hebrew dialect, which is Shami, by the way, right? They, mm-hmm. We speak Shami dialect. The Hebrew dialect is Shami. If you look at this and they say, if you're talking in this dialect, the patterning of the words will match. Mm -hmm. So that in translating back, learning back the language, if you speak lawfully, you will speak in proper grammar, Mm -hmm. putting the words as they come out here. Mm -hmm. But enough about that. (laughs) Which chapter we leave off? We are at a code uh, Hashemit 410. Hashemit 4 and 10. ten. The book of the Exodus, chapter 4, verse 10. You see? So, and we understand when people come out, they be scared. They be scared because the reality hits. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, oh my goodness, there's no provision. Where are we going to go? What are we going to do? <laughs> and, and I know from my experience when I came out, yes, I, I was afraid. And um, my fear had a lot to do with recognizing how messed up we are as people. We are so far you know, I thought I knew a lot. I didn't know a thing. I was lost. I came out lost. You know, it's a very um, humbling. And I still deal with the shame that I feel because I recognize that we are so 
far off from being the people. Just knowing where you come from is not enough. Uh, there's a process. There's a humbling that must take place. And uh, the, the process and you have to buy land, you have to own your own livestock. These are the steps that must be taken. You have to learn the culture and the customs and traditions in order to even understand the law. So if you're there and you're not here walking this out, you don't know the law. Uh, um, just be real with you. You don't know the law. I didn't know it. I thought I did. I didn't know it. Now I'm beginning to learn it because now I have the customs and traditions attached to it. That's how you're able to buy the land. That's how you're able to be the beneath of is a key. So, you know, it's you, you you literally have to recognize that you're guilty, pretty much. We are some guilty folks. We have profaned the name of Yah. It's an embarrassment, to be honest. It's, it's a true embarrassment. And when you can recognize that, those are your first steps. Hey, you on know, the way, you know what to I say. It right. <laughs> I say they so you so used to being in this condition, you don't even know how to be ashamed of it. Mm. It's a bad situation. Yeah, it is. So, mm. all right, let's, <gasps> let's get, get started. Get all right. Started. And Musa said before Yeah, oh Yeah, I pray. I am not a man of words, nor ever have been before that. You didn't speak with your servant, for I am of a staggering mouth and staggering speech or lame. So he said, I'm a I'm, 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 Man of a staggering mouth and staggering speech. I'm lame. That's what he said. Yeah. I want y'all to hear what the Most High responds to Moses with. Right? So Moses is. He's being reasonable, but he has not considered yet who he is dealing with. Mm. So there's the idea of the Most High that you think you're dealing with and the reality of which I'm trying to introduce to you. That's a culture shock. <laughs> That's a shock. Okay. And Yah said... Who is he who first put the language of the mouth into the mouth of man? First things first, dealing with Moses' question. Who, excuse me. 
Who, who put language in the mouth of man? Mm. Now, before you respond, you have to stop. And think about And that. think about, why did I ask such a dumb question? If he told me to do it, it's not up for question or debate. Obviously, he knows my limitation. So now he is, you know, addressing the issue. Go do what I said do. It's going to be what I said it's going to be when you go do it. Now, I want you to look at the second part of this because the second part he's not talking to Moses he's talking to me or who have appointed the dumb or the deaf the open seeing or the blind but I yeah now you say how do you know that this is appointed to you because of the word or, <laughs> right? Yes, sir. The dumb, the deaf, the open seeing, or the blind is talking to those of you coming out of the second exodus. So let me explain to you the dumb. <laughs> the dumb, right, they cannot speak, right? They have an inability to do something. That's the dumb, right? So let me go ahead and get the dictionary and verify that. Temporarily unable or unwilling to speak. They cannot speak. Okay? Yes, sir. The deaf. Lacking the power of hearing. Hmm. So for those who are unwilling to speak up about the truth, for those who cannot speak about the truth because of the positioning that they are in, they are dumb, which is a lot of the righteous people who are scattered among the world. They are unable to speak being swallowed by wickedness. Mm. Oh, well, we have to agree with the homosexual agenda, because if we speak out, they punish us financially and other ways. Mm. See, that's dumb. Mm. Okay? It's not meaning that you have an impairment of cognitive abilities. You cannot think. It is the inability to speak. The deaf. This is a person, no matter how much the truth come out, this guy cannot hear it. So the Mosai has clogged his ears. He is blocked from hearing the truth of being reasonable. Open seeing, which means this is the person who is blind and the Mosai opened his eyes to see. Meaning he can see and understand. He have comprehension of what is being said and what the Most High is willing to do. Open seeing or blind. This man can see very well with his eyes, but he cannot see the truth. Hmm. 
Rabbi Sheikh, you said that this has to do with you. Where did you get that idea from? You're making a claim, and we have no reference upon which you have gotten it. Excuse me, sir. You said what the blind can see with his eyes, but... He cannot see the truth. He cannot okay. have comprehension. He cannot see. Having eyes to see, but he cannot perceive. You don't see the world going to war. You cannot see America falling down. You don't see nothing coming except your next paycheck. You cannot make a move. You cannot see. You cannot see traveling. You cannot see leaving from another country to come to another country to live without X, Y, Z things. You cannot see. So let's take a look here about where is the most high talking about? Okay. Yes. <laughs> so let me connect how Torah for this application is how the Most High is applying it to the two Exoduses. In the first one, they did listen to Moses. He gave them magic tricks and they could hearken to him after seeing them. Mm. For me, I only have words. And my words come from the memra. You see, my heart is circumcised to the memra. You don't know what memra is. So we're learning about the memra, but you have not experienced it in the way of obedience. You've experienced it wholeheartedly only <laughs> in, in disobedience. disobedience. So, let's take a read here. We're going to read Jeremiah chapter 31 and verse 7. Mm. For thus says Yah, give praise. Hold on. Let me, first of all, the Most High is speaking in answer to a question. Let's go back up okay. one more verse yes. so uh. that you can understand the question. <laughs> For there is length of days and much goodness, which is about to come for the righteous who have kept my law from of old. So now there's a lengthening of days and much goodness, which is about to come about for the righteous who have kept my law from Abraham. Not that you've kept it for a long time. You don't know no it yet. Mm -mm. I am introducing it to you. Mm -mm. Okay? Continue. Their portion is in the land of Israel. So this is, their portion is in Jacob's land. Not that the land is called Israel. Correct. So they're receiving the promise that Jacob received for Abraham's portion that he took, Isaac's portion, and yet another portion which was to come when they come out of Egypt with Moses. You see, Moses took the other portion heading around to the 
Persian Gulf, the Sufi Sea. Continue. Because they were longing for the years of consolation. There go that word again. So now you were longing, aching, groaning. Been in captivity so long, you just want out now for the years of consolation. So you want out, you want to be consoled, you want to serve the Most High, you want to be in His will. This is all I hear you guys saying. So you longing for the consolation. You want this time to finally come. Which are coming, saying, when shall we arise and go up to Zion and appear before Yah? So when are we coming out of this captivity? We've been in this thing for a long time. So now let's see what the Most High says to when are you coming out and how you're coming out. For thus says Yeah, give praise, O you of the house of Yacoub. Okay, so this is the sons of Jacob. Notice he is not talking to everybody. No. This is the sons of Jacob. With rejoicing and dance with uncovered head in the sight of all the nations. Tell the good news. Mm -hmm. Give praise and say, Yah has redeemed his people, the remnant of Israel. So, as we have begun to gather people back, Yah has redeemed his people, the remnant of Israel, the remnant of Jacob. So, as we begin to gather people, your redemption now has come up. We now, as a people, must join together to buy back the land we must take up this great undertaking. We must buy the farms. You have to exchange your money for land. Behold, I am bringing them suddenly. So this is the most high talking. <laughs> From the land of the north. So they bring it up out of the land of the north. North America. And will gather them from the ends of the earth. And from the other ends of the earth as well. Those who were blind. Those who cannot see. And lame. Those who cannot move. Among them. Among them. Now listen to that. The blind and the lame. We just read about this in the Exodus. Mm -hmm. He says, who is it to what? Open mm -hmm. seeing. So the blind, they have eyes to see, but they perceive not. Mm -hmm. And the lame, they could see and hear, but they have an inability to move. Mm -hmm. So you can hear the truth I'm saying, but you don't have the means to move because you don't have sufficiency. There will be sufficiency here. You who have the ability to move, you will help those who don't have sufficiency. They don't have the ability to move. So when they come and they need anything, they require full hospitality and a portion of survival. You have to give so that we have self-sufficiency for those who don't have. Because if they came out lame, they came out because they couldn't move on their own. So they got brought here. We have to support them. Mm -hmm. 
It's not just those with disabilities. Mm-hmm. Some of these is able-bodied people. But you're lame. But you're lame. What? You don't have the means, the money for today to make X, Y, and Z move to sustain yourself when you get here. Mm-hmm. And the blind, you did not see what you would need in coming. You did not see that you would end up in this place and that the, what the reality was. You know, Robert, she listening to what you have just kindly have described and shared with us. We are some sick people and we need healing. Mm -hmm. That's the purpose, but not just any kind of healing, a uh, preservation Mm -hmm. of healing to be restored and renewed and Revived. Right. So now I want you to see this. So if you're looking at this chapter and verse with us, there is no punctuation marks. So the blind and the lame are all the men. Mm-hmm. Now, now that you know those who were blind and, and lame, lame, these are the men. Okay. And we'll be right back after this. Right. So when you come out here, you cannot say that you saw. You cannot say that you did because you didn't. You were blind and you were lame. Mm-hmm. Okay. Even me, most eyes, no respect of persons. I came out blind and lame. Mm. Okay. He opened my eyes to see as I received instructions. Hmm. He opened my ability to be able to do as I followed instructions. All the men, you are blind and lame. Okay? And who's next? The pregnant women. Ah, and among them, the men blind and lame, and among them, the pregnant women. And those giving birth. And those giving birth. So there's those who will be traveling pregnant. There's those who will be giving birth along the journey back. All together shall increase among them. All together, it says, shall increase. It doesn't mean you come out as a large group. They're coming to a group in these small little situations to become a people a trickle at a time. So that means there's a growth process, Hmm. Hmm. right? Mm. And I have to accept the instruction to just speak it as it is. I cannot sugarcoat it. I can't massage it. But there's no reason for me to be rude or obnoxious. I simply have to state the truth as it is. You you know, Roshi, when you just said that, I honestly thought about that we we have been taught there is a power in number, but mm. we have but no. There's a power in small number too. We we have to become a number. You have to become a number. number in scattered, order, scattered. you're not a number. You're not a number. They numbered coming in as a group. They numbered. Uh, coming out, they numbered after change. Every change of 
of covenant, every change of power, there's a numbering. Yes, it is. They numbered when Moses come in and they numbered when Moses come out. And a lot of Israel's greatest defeats were small in number. You're small, small, small compared, especially compared to who they're dealing with. Yeah. So now take a look. Continue. Hmm. So now you have the women. They coming out with the men. Okay. Giving birth all together shall increase among them. They shall return hither in many troops. Ah, so they're coming back in many groups. So that means with each group. That come in, they're going to consume up space. When the space is full, you know it's time to move to the next space. Right, and it's troops. So it's more than just one big gathering. It's broken down mm-hmm. in groups. Hmm. When they were exiled, when they were weeping, they were taken into exile. But on their return from among their exiles, I will bring them near with great mercies. So understand, Mm. if he's bringing you near with great mercies, Mm. right? You guilty. You're not coming in correct. It's not possible. No, it's not. You come in, you guilty. You have to take the same amount of time to learn and to get yourself clean. I can perform the procedure to have you appear before him clean, but you must continue in the process to remain clean and to attain purification until each jubilee pass, thereby extending your days. How many days? Well, it depends on your stubbornness to follow instruction, not your stubbornness to keep a law that you think you know. Because you obviously came in guilty, so you don't know the law. This is the great mercy for which he brought you, yes. not because you any good. Right, right. <laughs> yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm. Let me continue reading. Continue, continue. I will lead them to streams of water by a straight road. They shall not stumble on it, for my memory will be like a father for Israel. Ah, so the word, the memory, the instructions is like the instructions of a father. Mm. It's with great care and for your best interest. This is the stream of water you will all come to. You take somebody else's advice beside mine. You take somebody else's instructional idea beside mine. You will find you will get there. And while it may be smooth getting in and smooth starting out, you get there and immediately it dry up. Your idea dry up. <laughs> like an oasis. Yes. You know, it looked like all this water and trees is here, and then it's a mirage. You go to touch it, next thing you know, 
you drink in sand. Mm. You so thirsty. thirsty. talking to Moses, he's talking to Moses about his concern. This is a rebuke about mine. Because my concern is you all don't listen. You don't see. You don't accept. You don't know. You get here, you don't even know the condition that you are in. You assume you are better than you really are. Mm. You don't look, you don't see your state. Mm. But the Most High says, going back now to Exodus, (laughs) or who has appointed this is to come, the dumb or the deaf, the blind, whose eyes he has opened, right? Mm. Or the blind who thought he could see, but he could not. He stumbled in. But Yah Allah. And now go, and I by my word will be with the speaking of your mouth. And will teach you what you shall say. Ah, so now the word, the memra, is instructing the preparer on what to say, mm. what to do before you get here mm. to make a preparation for you. Mm-hmm. See how that works? So when we go back and look at the class about Exodus chapter 23, it says, Behold, I send an angel before you. The angel in this time was Musa of this time back in Exodus. And Malachi saying, Behold, I send a messenger. Which is the angel of this time. Yes. Not David resurrected. Mm. From his seed, from his sons. And you know, there are those that believe, well, Abraham and them are coming back, resurrected to teach us. We're being taught now the ways you of Abraham. Be, you, you cannot believe somebody coming back from the, the grave, grave to get out of the grave to teach you. When Moses said you only have 50 years to learn the law. Meaning, if they were coming back from the grave to help us, they'd be here right now. Mm-hmm. When they come back, and they will, they come back to full establishment to see and enjoy the achievement of our generation who came up out according to the memra, not to come out and shortcut us that we just come in. Oh, there's Moses. Like you would recognize him <laughs> coming out of the grave like a zombie and you accept this. <laughs> you don't even accept the uh, spiders and these other things. Zombie coming out the grave? No way. You running. Zombie. You don't want no smoke with this. You've been watching horror movies the whole time about zombies. You don't want nothing coming out the grave. 
Stop lying. Because we're caught up with living for the dead <laughs> instead of living for life. <laughs> oh, goodness. And he said, I pray for mercy before. So yeah, now, yeah. wait a minute. Okay. Now Moses is praying for mercy before Yaya. Mm -hmm. Okay. This season, he want mercy now, right? Yes. What does he want? He want out of this job. job. <laughs> you really think you want this seat? You don't. <laughs> right? So now let's take a look at this. He said what? Send now your... You're sending by the hand of Pinhas, by whom it is to be sent at the end of the days. Now, most of you don't understand this. Mm. You think Pinhas is a name. No. It's a not. It's the title. It is the title. Hmm. Okay. It is a title of a seat, a office. And he's saying, send now the high priest, the one who speaks blessings and who speaks curses to the house of Israel in my name. What is Moses referring to? He's referring to one the blessings of prayer for those who obey and come into the congregation mm -hmm. and the words of adjuration, mm -hmm. the words of threatening mm -hmm. to the congregation on the festival days in the reading of the law. This mm -hmm. Pinhas, the mm -hmm. high priest, does this job. So that's when he says he sends the three. That's the atonement that Pinhas is, is doing. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the, the atonement. Thing. He's giving you the words of blessing that you obey, and you obey and receive the blessing. Mm -hmm. He still has to give you the words of threatening to remind you, you remember this you went through? Don't do this no more because I kill you. And those are the words of adjuration. They never disappear. Wow. So this word Pinhas is the speaker, the high priest who must pray over the house. Not the name. Even though you can name somebody Pinhas, but it's not the name. So now he's saying, don't send me. Send the speaker, the one who says blessings and curses. Hmm. Mm. Wow. Right now, I'm doing it. I am the speaker right now. Until the high priest come back with what is needed and those who have come unto him, then after he is appointed, he become the speaker in the festival times. And I still have to say the same thing to the people. 
to the commanding officers and the officials to spread the word throughout the community. So it worked in this way. And the anger of Yaya was kindled against Musa. Mm-hmm. And he said, is it not manifest before me that Haron, ah, your brother, speaking can speak? Ah, so now he says, Sinpin, huh? he says, listen, don't you know about your brother Aaron? I told you the one who speak the blessings and the words of adjuration. Mm-hmm. However, Moses is still the teacher of the law. He speaks both and to train you in the way. Mm-hmm. Into Moses' hand is the command to bless and to afflict. But also in the hand of the priest is the what? The word of warning. Go this way and it will be well with you. Go this way, you die. With dying. Continue. And behold, also, he cometh forth to meet thee, and will see you and rejoice in his heart. And you shall speak with him and put the matter in his mouth. Ah. Mm. You see? Wow. Yes, sir. So now the high priest has to come out to meet Moses. What's up, Ali? He has to come out to meet him. Okay? Same pattern that time, same pattern this time. Okay? And instead of going back into captivity, we come here and we build the place and let the Most High purge you in the eyes of the nation like he wanted to last time, but Moses interceded on your behalf. This time, no intercession for you. No intercession. You're going to get this purge in the eyes of the nation, and that's it. And my word shall be with the mouth of your mouth and with the word of his mouth, and I will instruct you what you are to do. So every step there is an instruction. Each step, meaning it doesn't stop Mm-hmm. The planning, the processes, or the steps, right? I told you everything that's going to happen. This is a broad overview. In between, there's a bunch of little steps I need you to follow, and it will be well with you. It will work. So that's why when they were at the uh, Reckham, why Yah held both of them because he gave them both, both word. So I give it to you, you give it to him. Mm-hmm. My word with you both. Mm-hmm. Him and just the speaking that you tell him to speak from me and you with the speaking I tell you, I bind you together. And he shall speak for you with the people. And he speaks or Moses with the people and be to you an interpreter mm-hmm. and you to him the principal the principal the number one meaning 
Aaron cannot do nothing on his own. On his own. He must get it from the number one, the principle. Okay? Look at this word, principle. Yeah. See? First in order of importance. Man. Mm. See? Principle, the number one. Moses, you number one. Adam, you number two. Interpreter. I will not change this to make the number two the number one. Mm, we got a lot of that. The number one king. I dealing with him exactly and directly. He is the prince I have appointed over the nation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number two, this for atonement, my word also with him, and you two are to appear before me together. He witnessing, hearing what I'm saying to you, you observing, silent, I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to the principal, and everything I tell him, He's going to tell you, and that you do. Yeah, the interpreter can't raise up the principle. Mm -mm. That's out of order. Right. So the interpreter, what? He knows how to speak with people in a way that they can understand. Mm-hmm. Mm. Seeking instruction from before Yeah. And he said the principle is to be seeking instruction. Meaning the most high not given instruction to the number five, six, seven thousand, two million, eight millionth person in the line. He's going to talk to the principle, and wherever the principle go. The rest of the body follow. And this rod take you in and take your in your hand to work wherewith the signs. And Musa went and returned unto Yethro, his father-in-law, mm -hmm. and said, I will now go to my brethren who are in Mithraim mm -hmm. to see how they now live. Mm -hmm. And Yithro said to Musa, go in peace. Mm. Okay. So Musa went and returned to Yithro, his father-in-law, mm -hmm. to tell him he cannot just get up and depart on some random Everything is discussed with Yetro, his father-in-law, who has become his teacher because he has to live in the Bedouin custom and tradition. Also, he's letting him know, prepare for when I return, I will have my people with me. Because... Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. <laughs> He's setting up, now Moses setting up to return from the place where he learned. Then he comes to you, the people out there scattered, and he has to gather you together in Mitzrayim, the West, and then bring you 
and with Midian, with Jethro. Mm-hmm. With Ishmael. Of the righteous families that never break the covenant. Yeah. Midian and the sons of Keturah on the Ishmael, they good. You can go read it in Chronicles. Yeah. Midian have two firstborns listed. Hawlad, mm. who's not born to him. It's the son raised in his house, given unto him as a son, but he is the son of his father's house. And the second one is Epar. Am I lying, sister? No, read it for myself. Read it for yourself. If you don't have the book, you don't know what I'm talking about, you assume you understand. Don't know nothing. So now he have two firstborns. There's Hawilad, whom he never gave birth to, but this son will come and attach to him in his house. Mm. And attach, like Abraham said, all in your house shall be under your covenant, mm. be they of son Blood, everybody, servant, everybody must come under your covenant to follow your way. And Yahya said unto Musa and Midian, Go, return to Mithraim, mm-hmm. for they have come to naught. Mm-hmm. Now, uh-huh. go return to the West, for they have come to nothing. Okay. Mm. And he said what? And gone down from their possessions. And they've mm-hmm. gone down from their possessions. So now the people in, in, in Mitzrayim losing their possessions. You get in 15 minute cities. Never mind. You're, you're losing your possessions. Yeah, your children, everything. Right? Bill Gates buying up all the farmland. You're losing your possessions. Mm-hmm. The money is coming to nothing. You're losing your possessions. Sound the same, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing then, same thing now. Same, same. And what he says to do? Behold, all the men who sought to take your life are reckoned as the dead. So now he says all the men who sought to take your life are now reckoned as dead, meaning they don't even have any more power or guilt or anything against you anymore that I have overturned the judgment against them. (sighs) You like that, right? You see how that worked there? I overturned the judgment. (laughs) Ah, you don't know this law, I'm trying to tell you. We'll be back, we'll be back. All right, and we are back. Okay, so the Most High is now sending Moses back to Mitzrayim. 
Okay? So after he at Jethro's house, he has to go back. All right? Let's see what the issue is. And Musa took his wife and his sons and made them ride on the ass and returned to the land of Mesarim. And Musa took the rod which he had brought away from the chamber of his father-in-law. And it was from the sapphire throne of glory. Okay, so now this rod is made of sapphire. Mm. Okay? Mm. Not that GMO blue crystal crystal thing. This the natural one is incredibly hard and it have a weight to it. And no wooden stick. It ain't wood. Like the movie this Ten is, Commandments. This is cool. Uh, and wait. Where did you did you read past eighteen? No, I read eighteen. Okay. Where you told him to go in peace? Yeah, go yes. in peace. Yes. So, but I want to go back to 18 for a second because yes. he says, I want to, I will now go to my brethren who are in Mithraim to see how they now live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, when I went following this instruction, sure did. I went down there for a whole year mm-hmm. <laughs> with the customs. With the traditions, wearing the traditional garment, mm-hmm. going to see all my family and reach out to them in coming and in going. Even in Passover season, we invited to come and hear you speak, and nobody wanted to come. <laughs> To hear. It's all right. I'm just saying I did what I was supposed to do because I you went sure down did. and I saw how you live. Mm-hmm. Recently, I raised the standard sure upon the walls of the capital city, not uh, any of those um, strange flags. The ones written, if you saw, we had a class on the standard and mm-hmm. how it is. Mm. In wait for the scenes. Uh-huh. And upon it was engraven and set forth the great and glorious name. So he had tablets that weighs 40 scenes. Mm-hmm. And he have the staff. Now, this also weighs 40 scenes. Mm-hmm. So when he have both, he have 40 in one hand and 40 in the other. Mm-hmm. And he have to carry it. And wasn't Rivka bracelets the 40 scenes too? Mm-hmm. Wow. Goodness. So he carrying double Oof. what Rivka had on in jewelry. Wow. By which the sign should be wrought before Yaya. By his hand. Okay, so now he's carrying it because the Most High says, I'm going to put my signs mm-hmm. behind these things for this time. Not for every time. No, for that. For this one, time. with this of Moses, he have a stick. 
Mm-hmm. I don't have no stick. All I have is the memory. Mm-hmm. Not by power or by might, but by my memra. Not spirit. Memra. memra. The word, instruction, by my memra, <laughs> says Yeah. And Yeah said to Musa, In going to return into Mizraim, consider all the miracles that I have put in your hand. And do them before Pharaoh, and I will make obstinate the disposition, passion of his heart. Okay, I will make obstinate the disposition, passion of of his heart. Now, you see this word obstinate? It's a big word. Stubbornly refusing to change one's Opinion. opinion. Or choose chosen course of action, despite attempts to persuade one to do so. So that's called obstinate. Right. That's not the stubborn. That's obstinate. That's obstinate. Interesting. Okay. See? So mm. you have to have the ability to change a direction or face destruction. Okay? Mm. Though he made you of a hard neck, he did not make it so inflexible that you cannot work a work of repentance. Yes. Mm. Okay, so now the disposition of Pharaoh's heart, and he what? Will not deliver the people. He's not going to deliver the people. No reparation. I was just thinking And no repatriation with any of their help. Nope. Not at this. Ain't happening. Not at this time. Mm -mm. Not till after 250 plagues come out. Yep. And some of you would love that money so much, you're going to wait <laughs> and hold out for them 250 plays just so you can get that money. Oh, sad, 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 sad. And thou shalt say to Pharaoh, mm-hmm. thus saith Yah, Israel is my firstborn son. Okay. So he says, is Rael is my firstborn son. Jacob, this my firstborn son. Jacob, Jacob, his firstborn son. This is his a nation. Did you know? So, in the constellation. The constellation that they call the Virgin or Virgo, you know this constellation is not the Virgin or Virgo. You know it's Yosef? Okay. Hmm. So the constellation of the Virgin or Virgo is actually the constellation corresponding to Yosef. And when the children of Israel came out, in the uh, of in the the journeying out 
This constellation is in the sky here. Right? Mm. Wow. And it shows in the sky because it's part of the Joseph story because they had to take Joseph's body out of the Nile and carry it back to the land. And as the sky rotates, they are walking in correspondence with it coming Mm. from the west. They're now coming now to the east. So this is journeying in the sky and they journeying on the land with Joseph in this season. So you don't see this in the sky at this time. There is no Passover. Because It wasn't any atonement for Joseph until they bring his body back and bury him with his father. No atonement until they carry the body back and bury him with his father. See? So, make sure I have understanding. So, the constellation of Joseph will be in the sky at the time of the Passover season? At the time of the Passover season. It's in the sky. You can see the constellation. So, you got to be here to to live this. Right? You, You really do. The one you call Leo... Or the lion, this constellation corresponds to Judah. Okay? I give you those two nuggets for now. Don't worry. You come here, I tell you all about the Mazalia and the reading of the stars. How which come in what season. Mm, Doing Passover. Wow. And the Leo. I went a little bit in the deep. I bring you back a shot glass (laughs) from the deep end of the pool back to you. A little sip. Because you know Splashing around here in the kiddie pool. (laughs) But I have to come and meet you at your level. And you have not read and you do not know. So I have to connect here and we journey out into the deep together. So here, when the instructions was given to say that Israel is my firstborn son, he was referring to Yacoub, mm-hmm. not all the sons. Not all. It's, it's all the sons, sons but your sons of, of Israel. Israel. Oh, so that's why there's no Israelite. It's where you're the Bani. Israel. Israel. Your sons of Israel. Israel. 
Your yeah. tribe designation is Yitzhak. Yitzhaki. Mm. Is our tribe. Is your tribe. Like the Ishmaelis say we are Yishmaeli. Yes. And there's different. This my branch. Yeah. I'm here. Mm-hmm. We are Yitzhaki. Mm-hmm. Okay? Not Israeli, not Israelite. Mm-hmm. The land of Jacob, the land of Israel. Yeah. What? This is his covenant land that he received, the portion given to him from his father, Isaac. Mm. Understood. Understood. Mm. And to you, I say, let my son go free Mm -hmm. that he may worship before me. And if you refuse to let him go, behold, I will slay your firstborn son. So now understand this. We are at chapter four and surah verse 23. And the Most High starts off with telling them, listen, let them go right now, and I will have mercy. If you refuse, I will slay your firstborn son. Now, the Most High already said previously he he has hardened his heart, Mm -hmm. right? So to make him what? He is now a blind and the deaf and the lame. He cannot go opposite of what was already spoken because the Most High already intend to give him back what he has placed upon the children of Israel when they put the children of Israel and they were killing the sons and putting them in the alligator water to kill them. When they slay in the firstborn. So now, okay, no problem. I'll show you how this is done. Refuse. What, how many times? No, no, just one time. I don't care what you say or when you accept. After you refuse the first time, this your punishment. So there was no turning back after the first no. This right here. So when you see this come out, I, the most high, same pattern. Behold, I'll tell you the end, end. from the beginning. Mm-hmm. The last plague, the last curse you're going to see mm-hmm. is this one. I promise you, you're not going to like it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see what Pharaoh has to say. Okay. So, Yeah instructs Musa when he was going back what he was going to do to Pharaoh's heart. Okay. Then now he's telling Musa to go tell Pharaoh to let his son go or he will destroy the first one son so 
Was there really any hope for Pharaoh to do what's right? Nope. This is what I'm telling you about the Most High in this script. He lets you think you can get away with anything. And when he come back to render justice, he gonna render justice. He makes sure you have no hope for obtaining any mercy for the wrong you have done to his children. You gonna get this. So I'm telling you, you're getting 250 plagues. It's gonna utterly almost dang near wipe you out. You're not gonna be able to recover from this. And I'm telling my people, you need to pay attention to the words that are coming out of my mouth and do what I'm telling you to do because when the Most High comes, though you may obtain mercy, the infliction upon you will be grievous. This is going to hurt. You're not going to go away from this unpunished. Even in the plagues, the children of Israel were afflicted in the plagues too. All those who did not heed nor hearken to the law died. Okay, continue. But it was on the way in the place of lodging that the angel of Yah met him and sought to kill him. Okay, hold on. <laughs> the angel come to meet Moses, about to kill Moses. Why? Because Gershom, his son, had not been circumcised. Inasmuch as Yethro, his father-in-law, had not permitted him to circumcise him. But Eleazar had been circumcised by an agreement between them two. Hmm. Mm -hmm. And Zipporah took a stone and circumcised the foreskin of Gershom, her son, and brought the severed part to the feet of the angel, the destroyer, and said, Ah, mm -hmm. this angel, the destroyer, destroyer, right? You guys don't understand this angel. Now, he says, I'll rebuke the destroyer from you. So we need to know who, the destroyer. who is this destroyer, okay? Okay, Mudamir, right? Mudamir. Mudamir, right? Mm. So the destroyer angel is Ha Mudamir Il. Ah. Mudamir Il. You see? Mm, the destroyer. Mm. Mm -hmm. 
Azrael. Mm-hmm. Mm. Which consists of, listen, he is one of the four archangels. Jabril, Mikiel, Israfil, and Azrael. Not Isra, Azra. Azrael. Azra. Hmm. The destroying angel. But when we call him the destroying angel, you have Ha Mudamiril, the destroyer angel. Azrael. This the destroyer. So now you want this rebuked up off of you because he comes to destroy. Mm. The husband sought to circumcise, but the father-in-law obstructed him and not let his blood of the circumcision atone for my husband. So now the daughter of Yethro faced with the death of her husband and her son atones for their sin in prohibiting Moses from keeping his law, customs, and traditions. And she repents. She does the circumcision to the boys and throws the foreskins in front of the angel to stop them. Where else is this written? I know in Isaiah chapter 3, the destroyer is coming up again to kill your husbands and your sons. Uh-huh. Making you widows uh-huh. in the purge of the daughters who do not cover their heads and their necks. Hmm. Yeah, because they don't cover the hair. Because you guys think everybody walking around stretching their neck like a giraffe. No, it's that the woman's neck can be seen. You're walking around and we can see the outstretching of your neck. We can see it. Mm-hmm. This is not acceptable. Cover this. Hence, I introduce the hijab. <laughs> okay. Moving forward. And the destroying angel desisted from him. Yeah, meaning he stopped. He couldn't, he cannot go because the law present. So that Zipporah gave thanks and said, How lovely is the blood of this circumcision that hath delivered my husband from the angel of destruction. See this? Yes, I do. The wife says. So we call him Hamudar Mir'il. They call him Angel of Destruction Azra'il. 
you can see the two languages how they intertwine and connect. Angel of destruction, Azrael. Hamud Amir Il, the destroying, the destroyer. The destroyer. You understand? You know what's something here? I've I've read this story before, but now this is clearing up something. Zipporah immediately acted on the law mm -hmm. that saved her and her children's life. Mm -hmm. That is something else. Immediately. She immediately. Immediately. When I'm telling you something about Ishmael and uh, the Arab people, when it comes to being faced with the word of Allah, they no play. No, no. They change right now. We see this, we see the proof, this, this. No, 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 no. No good. Right now, right now. We change this right now. Haram. Haram. Stop. Haram, yep. Change. Yep. Today, right. No good. Haram. Right today. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, they don't play that. No. So I just want you to know, in coming here, believe me when I tell you, it seems peaceable and like anything is all, it's a not. Mm-mm. We will be back after this. All right, we're back. And Yeah has said to Arharon, Go and meet Musa in the desert. And he came mm -hmm. and met him at the mountain where was revealed the glory of Yah, and he embraced him. So Aaron, don't just go out random in the desert. Aaron goes all the way to Mount Sinai in even this mountain is Horeb. And he meet Moses there. <laughs> Look forward to seeing you come, brother. Looking mm. forward to it, brother. So what does Aaron see when he get there? Moses have a provision yes. for us to come here. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and Musa delivered to Aaron all these words with which he had sent him. And all the signs that he had instructed him to work. So now he shows Aaron all the magic tricks the Most High taught him. And tells Aaron, do this, 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 and thus. Mm -hmm. So they work together as a team. Okay. Mm. Aaron sees this and goes... I'm with you, brother. This what the Most High said. <laughs> this what we do. do. Mm -hmm. Continue. And Musa and Eharon went and gathered together 
all the elders of the sons of Israel. Mm-hmm. Mm, the elders. Mm-hmm. And Aharon spake all the words which Yah. No, hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, okay. So now notice Moses and Aharon, they yeah. didn't gather youngsters. No, they gathered the elders. They gathered old elders. people. The elders. Of the sons of Israel. Of the sons of Israel. So elders first. This work, when you get the old first, huh? Yeah, you got to get the old first. Yes, they have to be the first ones. You know, I'm the youngest. Yeah. My my wife don't count. Mm Mm-hmm. I've said several times to you and sis, though I am older than you guys, I see y'all as my father and mother, as my parents. I'm the youngest. Yeah. I am the youngest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Ali and I are about the same age, yeah, yeah. right? Everybody older than me. Wow. My teacher older than me. Yeah. Everybody I'm teaching older than me. Yeah. I am the youngest. <laughs> Doing your job. <laughs> no problem. So we gather in the eldest. So you eldest. Yes. You're welcome to come. Yes. Don't let young people who are lost in the world discourage you. Be encouraged. Mm -hmm. The time of our consolation has come. Mm -hmm. It's time for you to be restored back to your eldership. Mm -hmm. It is difficult for you in the changing of your mind because you have memorized many things which are not correct. Yeah. But... Slowly, slowly, step by step, each day, we learn. Yes. The one thing I like about elders, they do know that they don't know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, one second. Yes. So they do know that they don't know. Yes. However, this is beneficial because, you know, they know how to kind of sit back and kind of ride out some things, which is good. Right. So here we go. Yes. And one thing, too, to our elders, don't let others discourage you by making you think you're being scammed. They're scammed. They are scammed. They're the ones scammed. You you grew up with a fear of Allah. <laughs> so you be obedient and follow They're the ones that have no fear. But you have fear. You were raised with fear. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Had to make make that point. Yes, yes. (laughs) All right, continue. And Aharon spake all the words which Yah has spoken with Musa Mm -hmm. and did the signs in the eyes of the people. So Haron didn't do nothing of his own. He followed the instructions given by the principal. Yes. He didn't raise up himself. No, he did not. He didn't try to change the principal. Nope. He can't create a principal. Nope. The principle is the principle. Yes, it is. Mm. 
And the people believed and heard that Yahweh had remembered the sons of Israel and that their bondage was manifest before him. And they bowed themselves. Here we go. <laughs> they what? And they bowed themselves and worshiped. So to bow, this Islam, this to submit, this Muslim, they had to come and they had to submit. No submission, no redemption for you. See this? Same like Noah. So I pointed this out with Noah and that the animals had to come and crouch down. They have to bow down and learn how to worship, how to pray. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You gotta submit. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And after this, Musa and Aharon went in unto Pharaoh. After this. So after this. After this. Then they go in to judge Pharaoh. So first things first, first. they dealt with themselves. <laughs> it was a private matter. No strangers allowed. Mm. No people gathered. The people got organized unto themselves. Mm. See? You see? Yeah. But what they want to do is go to Pharaoh first and then organize. But that ain't that the order. That ain't the order. It's not the instruction. You see that? You organize first. Accept this. Submit yourself under the instruction. Here's the principle. Here's the second. Everybody, you need to pay attention to this. And the people submit themselves. Then he goes, now, we got ourselves together. The most high deal with Pharaoh. You see, this why the meeting is June 2nd. Yes, it is, sir. So we get together ourselves and start ourselves. Yes. Because when it comes to the Passover, this time, yes. oh no, that's it, 250 plagues, it don't stop until the Most High finished 250 over 40 years. Mm. So come, elders, come to save you. Get out now. Get out. Yes. Please contribute. We need to have a preparation. Yes. As nice and as big as my house is now, it's not enough. Yes. Yes. We have to have a land. We have to have a supermarket. You have to contribute. You have to come out. Yes. We take in those who have and those who don't, don't have. Yes. together. Yes. Because we know they show up. Mm-hmm. Dumb, deaf, and lame. Mm-hmm. Which I read to you this morning. Yes. And said, Thus 
saith Yeah, the Allah of Israel, release my people that they may make unto me a festival in the wilderness. So now he says, let them go that they can make a festival. So let's see which a festival they making and what's happening here. And Pharaoh said, the name of Yeah is not made known to me that I should receive his word to release Israel. Oh, so he said, the name of your God, I don't know that I should release Israel. So that's why don't none of us ever knew about the name Yeah. Right. It's not known to nobody. Body. It is a in-the-house thing. Even I'm saying it up here, you do not believe, listen, nor accept because it was not made known to Mithraim, the West, or anybody else. That's why they can't Google it. You can't Google it. It's not known to them. It is Inside. So all those other names that they are able to Google. Those not it. That's not the name. This it. See? Okay. So now he's saying no. He's saying no. He's yes, refusing. Mm-hmm. Very small request. Mm-hmm. But he's refusing. He's refusing. Okay, remember, you refuse this. Well, <sighs> I have not found written in the book of the angels the name of Yeah. So where did he get this book of the, the names an of the angels. angels? Where is the name of the angels, angels. listed? What book? He talking about. Is that the book of the dead? No. What book? He said the book, book of, of the, the angels. angels. What book is Pharaoh talking about? Hmm. You actually have it today. Oh, Slimmy? No. Which book, sir? Enoch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Enoch. Okay. Yeah, because Enoch has all the names of all the angels in it. The book of the angels is the book of Enoch. It lists who the righteous angels are, yes. where their offices and positions, who the wicked angels are, and what families they created upon the earth, and what those families created. Mm. Like the Hasidim. These Jewish people, they invent abortion. They invent it over and over again. You know, <laughs> we have become such wild beasts. You don't read? You don't even know the name. We didn't. We we talk about not having our law, but 
Do you not realize we didn't even have the name of our God? <laughs> he said he'd take it from you. If you profane yourself, you won't have it. So in our, us being lost, we weren't just lost by losing our law and our land. And but your also, culture. And our culture, but also the name of our God. So that's why it's so easy for them to just throw a name at us and we just take it. Yeah, because you lost. You we become lost. like, we're beasts. You the one lost. You just jump at everything, any little nugget they throw out there. You just go eat it. Don't worry. I went through all the names, some most of the names myself. I, I sure did. But I now know, yeah. So that's why there's no fear of you. Go ahead. Of him, I am not afraid. They ain't afraid. Because he never heard. remember he's never spoken to them, he's never met them, he's never done anything. Right? How can two walk together without having met? Neither will I release Israel. Declined. <laughs> and thus seals the fate of his firstborn son. Because his son was See, die I'm, anyway. I'm holding context. They asked him to go somewhere for a three-day trip. They only go into Palestine. This still within the territory of Egypt, right? They own Palestine at this time. Palestine and the Sinai Peninsula, they cannot go there. Okay, no problem. And they said, the name of Allah of Yadi is invoked. By or upon us. Okay, now here's the funny thing, right? So where I asked the question, where did they get the book of the angels from? Yeah, where did they get it from? I know, because you don't think Laban have it. That's what I was going to ask you. Did Lab Laban have it? Yep, Laban had it. Laban knows both. Both, that's right. He's from the family, so he have the books which come down from Shem. He have his own copies. Yes. He understands this and he begins to create the other ones from the understanding that come from this book. Right, because his father Nahor made the idols. Made the idols. So he knows all. all of them. He knows even from what Shem's line is supposed to have and what idols is passed around to what people? The 70 nations. The 70 nations. The Nephilim and all. Laban knows. Can't do right, but he knows. So continue. That's why I tell y'all, y'all don't know who the enemy is. You have to fight judgment with judgment. I am fighting a judgment set to destroy you mm -hmm. from within the house. Laban is a family member. Yeah. This my hasatan. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
I have to overturn the judgment he set out in the world against you. Now, to get you out from following it into the judgment that is for you, to bless you, because he knows how it works. Continue. Okay. We will go then to proceed three days into the desert and offer the sacrifices of a festival before Yah Allah that death and slaughter befall us not. Mm -hmm. hmm. And the king of Mithraim said to Musa and Aharon, why do you make the people cease from their labors? Go to your work. Go, hey, why are you trying to make the people stop working? Go to work. Get a job. job. <laughs> no problem. And Pharaoh said, Behold, this people of the land are many whom you would stop from their service. So Pharaoh says, listen, you see all your people working around here? What are you trying to do? If they stop working, this become a detriment to my economy. Mm. Sounds familiar. No problem. And Pharaoh that day commanded the officers of the people and their exactors, saying, You shall no more give straw to the people that cast bricks. As heretofore, let them go and collect straw for themselves. So now, first of all, okay, it was uh, it was the supervisor's job to make sure that they got straw deliveries. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna cut off the deliveries and make them work harder. Now you gotta get the straw yourself. <laughs> There's a punishment. Get the straw yourself and make the same number of bricks. Watch. Continue. You gotta do double work. But the same number of bricks which they have heretofore made. Now, you know, heretofore meaning since now, mm -hmm. right? It's current. That, that since they was making this number from this day, right? Mm -hmm. And before, now they have to make the same number but do two jobs. Go get three. Get the straw. Bring it over here and make the same number of bricks. He, you, you shall lay upon them and not diminish from it because they are idle. So now he's calling them lazy because they want to go take a three-day festival to serve the Most High. No problem. Therefore, they clamor saying, let us go to offer the sacrifice of a festival before our Allah. See? So since you got so much free time that you could think about serving your God of your covenant, I'm going to give you more work. So now you and your wife got to work. 
And you got to send your kids to a babysitter. And if you don't work, you don't have enough to sustain your household. It's now a two-family working household. Sound familiar? Yes, sir. Oh, so now everybody got to work. And you can't do this. You can't retire. You got to retire. Now you got to get a side job or find some other work, find some retirement work. You got to be a greedy Walmart just to make the ends meet. No problem. Make their work strenuous upon the men that they may be occupied with it and not being said and not be setting their hopes upon lying words. So make their work so strong that they have no hope in the words of the man the Most High sent to redeem them. Mm. He called his words lying. Right. So this guy is lying. Right. It's not the time of the redemption. You're not leaving. You're going to be here in this country forever. Sound familiar? Mm. Go to your job, pay your bills, pay your rent, because there's no hope outside there. And Mm. if you get any hope or any large movement happen towards this person and you go out doing this thing, it's going to be worse upon the people who are here. Right. What about my mama and them? What about these people I left behind? I got these people over here, these cousins and them. There's other people I'm helping and there's no hope. No problem. Let's see how this works out for Pharaoh. And the officers and exactors of the people went forth and said to the people, thus says Pharaoh, I will not give you straw. Mm -hmm. You must go and take straw wherever you can find it. For your work will not in any wise be diminished. Be diminished. So now go find straw wherever you can find it and come in and make these bricks. And you have to do it the right way. This is the new rule if you want to make your money for survival. Okay. Mm. And the people were scattered abroad in all the land of Misraim to gather stubble for the straw. So they were scattered. Mm-mm. Right? This is a, being scattered is the weakest point of the people. people. Remember, That's they right. came in, they were all together. together. They, and they were had strong. their own self sufficiency. Now they're working for Pharaoh, they have employment. Mm. And now he scatters them out to look for straw all over the land to make them weak. Now you don't have time to have these little meetings and do these little things. And I broke up all these little groups. Weakening you. It's weakening you. This one say this. This one say that. This one over here. This one over there. They believe this, believe this, that, believe something else. This, I don't like with him. I don't like him. He's ugly. This. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's see what happens now. But the officers were pressing, saying, fulfill your work day by day. So you got to go to work every day. Day. You got to hustle. Got to be a hustler. Got to get the bag. Sound familiar? Okay, continue. As you did when the straw was given you. Mm -hmm. And the exactors whom Pharaoh set over them as officers Beat the sons of Israel, saying, Oh, they got beat. Beat by the exactors. They got beat by the police. Okay, we'll be right back after this. 
So they got beat by the exactors. The Popo kept beating on them. Why have not you fulfilled your appointment? To so why have you not been in your place, done doing what we said you were supposed to do under these harsh and overbearing conditions? To cast the same number of Brits heretofore today as yesterday. Mm-hmm. And the foreman came and cried before Pharaoh, saying, Why has you dealt thus with your servants? You has not given your servants the straw, and yet say they to us, Make the bricks, and behold, they beat the servants, and the guilty treatment of the people is strong. But it goeth up. So now the Most High sees this, right? You've changed this. You've made it harder. And now the cry goes up and they, what? They cry out and the Most High hears the cry. He's going to do something about it. But he said, you are idle, idle. Therefore, you are saying, let us go. And over the sacrifice of a festival before our Allah? Okay, so he's saying, you saying you lazy. You lazy. That's why you're saying you want to go over and sacrifice to your God. You're lazy. All right. And now go work. But the straw shall not be given you, yet the number of the bricks you shall produce. So now listen to this, right? <laughs> so now we beat down so bad as the people, the exactors, the supervisors, the managers, the... the Foremen. Hold on. The foremen, the police, they don't even got to beat you no more. You actually say this to each other. Nah, listen, man, I got to go to work. I have to do this. I have to do that. I got to. I got to. You say it to yourselves. Okay, continue. And all the complaining, none of it matters. Your situation remains the same. Go find a straw yourself and make me the same number of bricks. So the affliction ain't going to change once it begins. Once the affliction begins, it doesn't change. You are stuck in it to the end. The same way we went into this slavery, we were stuck in it for the 400. The same way when these plagues begin, you will be stuck in it until the time of your coming out. (sighs) And the foremen of the sons of Israel saw that they were in evil mm-hmm. in his in his saying you are not to withhold the assignment of your bricks from day to day and they met Musa and Haran who stood before them when they came out from the presence of Pharaoh and they said to them our affliction is manifest before Yah, but our punishment is from you 
who have made our smell offensive before Pharaoh and his servants. For you have occasioned a sword to be put into their hand to kill us. Okay, so let's take a look at this. Let's unpack it. So they met Moses and Aaron who stood before them when they came out from the presence of Pharaoh. And they said to them, now they, these are the people, and they talking to Moses and Aaron. They saying, our affliction is now manifest before the Most High, but our punishment is from you. We're being punished because of you, Moses and Aaron, who have made our smell offensive before Pharaoh, who has made us as a people something undesirable before Pharaoh. No, you have always been undesirable <laughs> to these people. They want to blame Moses for what they're going through. This is because these people always have looked down on you, had displeasure or disfavor from you because you have been a refugee in their country. So they never looked well upon you. They always look down upon you. And yo, Joseph said this from the beginning when he said, these people do not look favorably upon sure shepherds sure because did. they worship idols that look like these animals and we eat them. That's right. He sure did say that. Okay. So let's continue. And Musa returned before Yayah and said, Oh, Yayah, why has you done evil to this people? And wherefore have you sent me <laughs> from the hour? Hold on, now he got questions. Moses got, wait a minute. Moses, I told him yeah. this was the case. Mm -hmm. But in walking it out, it don't feel Good. like how it was perceived when it was said. The reality of it was different. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, everybody is all of a sudden now greater than Moses? No. Get out of here. I'm telling you, the reality is different from how it's perceived from what you read. Mm hmm. <laughs> the reality out here is different. It don't feel like how you perceive it. The Most High said it in. It was Sue. No. No. That's not the reality. It went through a whole excruciatingly painful process of affliction. I'll just go and he'll make a way for me. <laughs> no. Don't work that way. It's affliction in the journeying, in the coming, in the going. Mm. You going to be afflicted. So now Moses and the people and Aaron all together now, they are in the affliction. So even though you come here, there is a different affliction here than the people outside. It has to go through. Mm -hmm. There's two different types mm -hmm. of affliction. Okay. One, you come here, you're going to have to afflict yourself to change under the pressure that is here. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. The pressure here is you must change and follow the instructions of the leadership to move forward, right? Mm -hmm. You must change. You must change of, the, of your own free will 
under the adjuration of the consequences of disobedience, right? Mm -hmm. So you always feel like you're in jeopardy a little bit because you can't go the way you want because if you do, your provision will be cut from you. You're in a wrestle. You're in a wrestle, mm -hmm. right? Now, if you don't come here, you go your own way, you go into Africa or wherever you want to go in the world, and you're going to be under a different affliction, mm -hmm. right? Running from place to place. Every time you try to get something set up, it falls apart. Bad things keep happening, keep coming, and keep pushing you until you get back here. Mm -hmm. Okay? It's the same thing, however, it's under two different scenarios. Yes. One is under lack, trying to get a provision. One, have a provision, mm -hmm. trying to maintain it. Mm -hmm. From the hour that I went in unto Pharaoh to speak in your name, his people have suffered evil. This, this, people. this people have suffered evil and delivering you. You have not delivered them. You have not delivered them. So he's like, I went and say what you said. <laughs> and uh, we have not come out as of yet. Mm -hmm. Okay. And Yahweh said unto Musa, "Now have I seen what Pharaoh have done. Ah, uh, now, now I have seen what you went to go witness it. I told you if he would refuse, there's this punishment I will give now mm -hmm. at the end. But I have to give him the opportunity. The opportunity." Mm -hmm. I have to present him with the options. He have the right to make his decisions. I told you I would make him obstinate that he would refuse. Mm -hmm. Now in the walking it out, you don't like it, but I did tell you this was the, the case. What's going to happen? Yes. He said the affliction come up before me. It was coming up before. It come up during. And you will remember it after. So now here it is. Okay, you're right, Moses. I hear it now. Mm -hmm. He did what I said he was going to do. So now you have to get everything else, which comes after beginning the process. All Pharaoh had to say was three days. No problem. We make this a holiday for everybody. No work for three days. Mm -hmm. Swear to me you will return, and with returning, you return back to your work. Mm -hmm. That's not what he wanted. That's not what he did. He said no. Now he has earned his own death of the firstborn, which is the tenth plague, the last one, but he earned it first. Mm. So let's continue and see if I'm right. For by a strong hand shall he release them, and with a strong hand, drive them forth from his land. So now, Pharaoh, after being afflicted, he's going to chase you out. Mm -hmm. Drive. 
Meaning, he coming behind you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to kill them. They on the way out. They all together. Get them now. You know what else the Most High says? Says this? He says this again in the prophets, mm-hmm. Ezekiel and Jeremiah. And Jeremiah with the stretched out hand yeah. and a raised up arm with mm-hmm. wrath and with fury mm-hmm. poured out, yeah. shall I drive right. you out. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to bring hell to stand, and I know you guys be missing this. Mm-hmm. Continue. And yet y'all spake with Musa and said to him, I am Yah who revealed myself to you in the midst of the bush and say to them, say to you, I am, say to him, I am Yah Allah. And I was revealed unto Ibrahim and to Isaac and to Yaqub as all Allah Shadi. But my name, Yah, as it, as it discovereth my glory, was, was not known to them, them or in, in the face of my Shekinah. So now, for the first time, he is revealing himself to. Moses to Aaron and to us, the people, in the coming out, what his name, Yod Yod, Yeah, is. Those of you who don't believe me, look up Yod Yod in the Hebrew text. Okay? You can't look up two question, uh, two quotation marks. It's Yod Yod in Hebrew. When you look it up, you will see it everywhere. They will tell you, Yahuwah, Yahweh. No. Yeah, yeah. Here is the direct and correct expression as it reveals the glory of the Most High. Now you see, finally, we read all the way around Exodus. I keep saying the name. Now it proved me right, right? Because we get them close to the end. We in chapter six, we only have a 13 chapters left. <laughs> right here. Yeah, it's right here. It's right here. So it's not the uh, ashy and uh, a higher, none of that. Okay? Yeah. It's yeah. See? From the book. Direct. That's why you can't Google it. <laughs> That's why he never talked to nobody else. This inside the house only. So now you see where it come from, why I put it up here, why I say what I'm saying, and why I read the way I read, because... I have already been through the seven years of purification. I am introducing it to you and proving it to you because now that it has been explained, you know the name and you can become guilty. If you say the Most High said, you must go to the book 
this one that I'm giving you and read it exactly, lest you profane the Most High's name with your own vanity and thus incur the guilt of it, which is death. <sighs> you understand? I hope you do, because we're getting ready to continue. And I confirmed also my covenant with them. He confirmed it, meaning I said this, and I would do this if they obeyed. They obeyed, and now I'm doing what I said I would do. To give them the land of Canaan and the land of their sojourning in which they were sojourners. So they were sojourners in Pelison in the Sinai Peninsula. Peninsula, which is how we inherited that land going all the way to the Nile. Okay? Now, they said we would get it, but we had not gotten it as yet. But we will get it, all of it in its entirety, now. Moses said a lot to Pharaoh. I'm making note of that. He said a lot. He just didn't go, let my people go. No, no, no. No, no. no. He gave an instruction. <laughs> then he expressed who he is and why he say what he say. <laughs> Boy, I tell you. So Moses got the land of Canaan because he came out, they crossed mm -hmm. the Red Sea and they came around to Jordan. Yep. He went to the south. He don't take the Sinai Peninsula. Mm -hmm. He doesn't take it. <sighs> Even when David came and they conquered the rest of the land and it stretched to the border, mm -hmm. he stopped in just Jerusalem. Jerusalem. He don't take the Sinai Peninsula. I wonder who's going to get that. Don't worry. You don't. Listen, they don't even know because this where the land I inherited mm -hmm. is. Mm -hmm. It stretched out from the backside of Halutza into the Sinai Peninsula. You don't know. There's nobody there. Right now it's called the neutral zone. It was in the possession of my teacher and he give my share of Hawaja land to me. For you, you don't accept me, you don't get. And now cometh before me the groaning of the sons of Israel. Okay, so now the sons are groaning. Because the misery do enslave them and I remember my covenant. So now the Most High says, I remember now. Everything that I said would be is. Everything that I said that would trigger my wrath has 
happened. Okay, let's go. Therefore, say to the sons of Israel, I am Yah, and I will bring you forth from the oppressive bondage of the misery, and will deliver you from your servitude, and save you with an uplifted arm and by great judgment. See? Same thing here, same thing in Ezekiel and Jeremiah. With a raised up arm, great judgment, wrath and fury poured out. This is a terrible thing. People die. And I'm telling you, at this time, you don't have the same process of like Moses and Aaron, you were separated, you all together, you and your customs and traditions, you don't have these things. This, this gathering will be strange compared to the last one because you're going to be punished in the eyes, purged at the same time. You're going to purge and punish Mitzrayim, Pharaoh, and all the other nations, and you in them, same time. It will be a strange thing, something the world has never seen. Because in Moses' time, he punished the majority of Pharaoh and the children of Israel had some measure of protection. Measure. Not uh, everybody safe. Measure. Those who go astray, astray. Then he purged them in the wilderness outside of the eyes of Pharaoh. Now, not this time. You're going to deal with it out there, all in the world, in the eyes of Pharaoh, Mitzrayim, everybody else, every place where we scattered. Excuse me, brother. Yes. I'm reading this. Mm-hmm. This is what Yah gave Moses mm-hmm. to say to the people. Mm-hmm. I know you usually have me to read all this, but you are the one who is on to like Moses. I've been saying it for a long time. I'm trying to get them to see that even if you say it, maybe they could listen because I said this. Oh, my goodness. See? Okay. See, I am Yeah, and I will bring you forth from the oppressive bondage of the West and will deliver you from your servitude and save you with an uplifted arm and by great judgments. And I will bring you near, close, before me to be a people. And I will be Allah unto you. And you shall know that I am Yah, your Allah, who hath led you forth from the hard service of the house of bondage of slaves. And I will bring you into the land which I covenanted by my word. To give unto Abraham, Yitzhak, and Yaqub. And I will give it to you for an inheritance. I am Yeah. And Musa spake according to this to the sons of Israel. But they receive not. From Musa, through anxiety of spirit, 
and from the strange and hard service which was upon their hands. <sighs> told you. I told you. I told you. <laughs> told you. I told you. I told you. I don't want the smoke. <laughs> so while you get the smoke, I'm going to just duck. I told you. Behind the chair because I, I, I don't want the smoke. Because you won't listen. But you got some anxiety. I, I, I know you're scared. Let's, let's be honest. You're scared. And y'all spake to Musa saying, Go in, speak with Pharaoh, the king of Mizraim, that he released the children of Israel from his land. Oh, that's what you and Ali did back in 2016. I know. I saw nights of memorials. I told you I'd go through one part of the process and then I had to go through the other. This one, a little bit more strange. It's a different, but it's the same. And Musa said before Yah, Behold, the sons of Israel do not hearken to me. How then will Pharaoh hearken to me? And I am a man difficult of speech. Okay. One second. We'll be back with the last verse for the day and close out. All right. Exactly, sir. I don't need it. Okay. We, we back. Last verse. And Yaya spake with Musa and with Haron and gave them admonition. Admonition. Do you know what admonition is? You remember? Man, admin, isn't it like an encouragement? No. Uh, Hold on. And no, sir. Hold no, on. Let's take. Um, let me now pull up this word. Admonition thirteen. Okay. Admonition. See. Firm warning. Yes. A reprimand. A word of adjuration, correction. A stern or firm warning. Hmm. For the sons of Israel, what are they reading to them? They are reminding them of the law and the covenant. To walk in the law, lest these curses come upon them. Like I did when I read all of the law in the first course, the foundations. You see, this word admonition, a strong reprimand, right? A warning. So when I closed out and I read the words of admi admonition in Deuteronomy, mm -hmm. I was telling you what they are. 
I know some of you here. Well, I got Deuteronomy 28. It's the same thing. No, no it's not. I know you believe it to be. I know you wish it to be. But if you check the class and see what we read, you are missing large swaths and portions. Uh-huh. Yes. Um. Yes. Yes, sir. See? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So it's the 10th. I have to go back and get them. I'll have them for him tomorrow. Remind him where it was. Yes, sir. So that's what it is. Continue. Finish up. Okay. For the sons of Israel and sent them to Pharaoh, king of Mitzrayim, to send forth the children of Israel. So after Moses and Aaron first correct, and get the people in line and yes. in order to the law. Yes. Then mm-hmm. the words were sent to Pharaoh, Pharaoh. Yep. to bring them out. The yes. plagues, the punishment, the judgments, and everything else. See, now I went and I read the plagues first, dealing with the first groups that came out over the last seven years to establish the relationship, the community of where we're going. I went to the land to check to see how you live, and behold, it had it deteriorated. Mm-hmm. It was now worse. Now I come back, I have to prepare to receive you. Mm-hmm. You get to come out of this because the of the level of the hardship of which the Most High is about to pour out his wrath. Now, it will be difficult to endure. However, there will be some who do. Okay? Yes, sir. Some who do. So now we need to just adjust our minds recalibrate because it says there's some of you who hear me and listen. Now I know there's some who's starting to show up which is what it says to do. This is exactly what it says that you would do. Okay? So now you will continue in it. We will continue to accept and prepare for more. That is what is necessary. Okay? One step at a time, one day at a time. All right? See you guys tomorrow when we continue this because now they have to take another accounting. What is this accounting for? This is the census before the Exodus. Mm-hmm. And then there will be another census after. after. Mm-hmm. And then another census at the close. Yes. Right? So now this census, this is closing out where the people were and who is who because they're organizing the family again mm-hmm. from now the changeover from Joseph to now Moses, who is the principal. Mm-hmm. Now, I am the principal. I hold 
the birthright of my father's house. I'm the principal in this case. Not the birthright of all the land like the sons of Joseph to divide it out. I am the principal of the regathering and the flowing together. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. You understand now? Rule by rule, layer by layer, you begin to understand. Okay? So number one, that's the principal, everybody to him. Mm-hmm. There's a number two, this, the priesthood, everybody to them. And so three, four, five, six, seven, in a line, one line. You know, mm-hmm. like in school, we line up. There has to be a number one. It's not based upon how short or how tall. There is a principal. All right, here we go. Whew. One step, step at a time, one day at a time. One 